Adweek says Amazon will kill Freevee, but Amazon says it won't. Either way, Amazon's connected TV ad services are confusing to users and need to be simplified. Listen on to find out why. This is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at End Screen Media, and today is February 22nd, 2024. This week, we will delve into the whole Amazon Freebie controversy and try and unravel the mess that is Amazon's connected TV ad strategy. But first, Do you want to get up to speed fast on the connected TV platform market? Then you need to take the new end screen media class, getting to grips with connected TV platforms, a primer on the gatekeepers of the CTV market. In just over an hour, you'll learn what a TV OS is, why it matters, the strengths and weaknesses of the big providers, including, of course, Amazon and Fire TV and where the market is headed. Point your browser at endscreenmedia.com, GTGW2, and sign up for the class today. That's endscreenmedia.com forward slash GTGW2. Now, on with the podcast. So this week, there were conflicting reports in the press about the fate of Amazon's fast service freebie. Adweek reported on Thursday that Amazon plans to sunset Freevee, its free ad-supported streaming service, within a few weeks. The action allows the company, according to Adweek at least, to focus its advertising efforts on Prime Video, which just turned on ads for all users in January. Users can continue to watch ad-free, but must pay $2.99 a month for the privilege. Within hours of the Adweek piece, Amazon told Variety that the Adweek report was inaccurate. They said, quote, there are no changes to Freevee. Freevee remains an important streaming offering, providing both prime and non-prime customers thousands of hit movies, shows and originals all for free. So why do people close to Amazon say the company plans to close Freebie, as reported in Adweek? And why was Amazon so quick to deny the rumor? Well, all of the controversy, I think, around Freebie stems from the mess that Amazon has really created for its viewers with its conflicting approaches to connected TV ads. So let's dig into this. Let's review the differences between the three approaches so that we're clear and so that we can have a coherent conversation about why Amazon might or might not want to close Freebie. So let's talk about Freebie first. Well, it's, as we've said, a free ad-supported streaming TV service, a fast Um, Now, it was launched back in January of 2019 as IMDb Freedive. And of course, Amazon owns IMDb. And it was actually pretty logical for them to start start, uh, a free viewing service on IMDb because a lot of people were searching for content there. So that's how that all got started, IMDb Freedive in 2019, January. 
Uh, now, the company quickly renamed it to IMDb TV. That was about six months later after the initial launch. And then it renamed it again in April of 2022 to Freevee. So that's where we ended up at Freevee. Now, there's a whole bunch of content on Freevee, uh, lots of library content from a variety of content providers, but they also provide a lot of originals. So a couple of originals of note, for example, are Bosch Legacy and Leverage Redemption. You can find lots of episodes of those reboots on Freevee. And it is very tightly coupled with Prime Video. In fact, I'm sure many of you, like me, get quite confused when you search for content, find it, start watching it, and then suddenly start seeing ads when you're used to not seeing ads in Prime Video. You know, given that that changed, uh, that has only just changed. So it is very tightly coupled in there and it's very difficult to tell the difference between the two. It's also widely available on non-Amazon TV platforms. So it pretty much is available on all of the main ones and that makes it a big competitor to the likes of folks like Tubi, Pluto TV and the Roku channel. These are apps which you can load on any pretty pretty much any smart TV device or any connected TV device and start watching well things like Bosch Legacy and Leverage Re- Leverage Redemption and it's not only widely available on non Amazon platforms it's also available internationally so it's competing for eyeballs against Pluto TV in markets like uh, UK and Germany so it's a multi country product. So that's Freevee. It is very simply, it's an app with a whole bunch of content that's a fast and competes in the fast market. So Prime Video, yes, I know we know all about Prime Video, but I wanted to give you a little bit of dimensions here. So it was first launched in 2006 as a Prime Benefit to cope with the decline in DVD sales. In fact, what was what Amazon was seeing was that uh, people just weren't buying nearly as many DVDs. And when they buy, bought DVDs, next day delivery or two-day delivery was very important to them. So being Prime members was important. And Amazon was nervous that with the decline in purchase of DVDs, that people would simply cancel Prime because they were just watching streaming from, say, Netflix. So that's why Prime Video was added to Prime membership. It is one of the most popular TV streaming services in the US, UK and Germany and other markets, I would add. And in fact, some people, some I think uh, Parks Associates, for example, rank it above Netflix says more people use Prime Video in the U- US than Netflix. And, you know, one, one could almost believe that with there being so many Prime members here in the, in the US. Certainly that's the only, they're the only company that really has Prime Video ahead of Netflix in this market. But, uh, you know, it is a very, very popular service. It is available, as I've said, as a member, as a benefit of Prime membership. And, you know, users could subscribe directly to Prime Video without Prime for $8.99 a month. 
But in preparation for this podcast, I got on to try and confirm that pricing and to see how much people who subscribed separately to Prime Video would be paying for ad-free, and I couldn't find it anymore. So I'm not actually sure that you can sign up for Prime Video without Prime anymore. And that says a lot. That probably says that virtually nobody was doing that. And I totally believe that it's a benefit of Prime Video, a Prime, of course. Now, uh, as we've mentioned, the, the service started running, quote, limited ads against all content in January of this year. And if you want to get out of it, you have to pay $2.99 a month to continue to watch that Amazon Prime video content with our ads. And of course, Prime Video is one of those essential services that everybody wants. So it is available pretty much on every single smart TV platform that you could buy. Now, there's one other Amazon CTV ad product, and you might have missed it. Back in August of 2023, that's less than a year ago, Amazon launched a new product called Fire TV Channels. Now, what this does is it brings shows and movies from over 400 content providers free ad supported to Fire TV users. If you have a Fire TV, you have access to all of these Fire TV channels, additionally uh, to any other content right there built into the OS. Now, you shouldn't confuse this with Amazon Channels. Amazon Channels is something quite different. That is basically a marketplace for SVOD, and it is tightly coupled with Prime Video. So, uh, for example, you can sign up for AMC Plus as part of Amazon Channels, and then you use Prime Video to watch that AMC content. So, uh, don't worry if you signed up for AMC Plus inside of Prime, Amazon Channels, you won't see ad content in that if you, assuming you signed up for AMC Plus without ads. I don't even think it's available with ads on Amazon Channels. So again, it's pretty confusing. But anyway, that's what Amazon Channels is. It's a market for SVOD services. And I really, really wish Amazon hadn't called Fire TV channels channels because it's just really confusing. And the, why did Amazon introduce Fire TV channels? Well, they did it, I think, because they correctly identified the fact that it is very difficult to convince a TV manufacturer to use Fire TV to power their television. And they're trying to do that. They're in the TV OS market. It's very difficult to do that unless you provide a suite of a robust suite of channels and, and on-demand content as part of that offering. Every other tvOS of note has a pretty robust built-in fast service, and so does Fire TV. It's called Fire TV Channels. Now, why on earth they didn't use Freebie for that? I have no idea. It seems a much simpler solution simply to bind Freebie into Fire TV channels as uh, as the fast service of note. That certainly would make a lot of sense. That's certainly what Roku did. Roku has the Roku channel. It's available everywhere on everything, but it's also tightly coupled in with the Roku TV OS. 
so very, very confused there. And by the way, if you want to understand more about this, do go grab that class, go watch that class, getting to grips with connected TV platforms that I talked about earlier. Uh, you'll definitely learn a lot more about what's going on with Fire TV channels and all of the other TV OSs as well. Okay, so there we have it. We have three separate services that are serving up ads. We have Freevee, which is a fully fully fledged fast service. We have Prime Video, which is a subscription service, but you have to be subscribed to Prime. Um, and then you'll see ads. And you also have Fire TV channels. So those are Amazon's three connected TV advertising products. So let's talk about arguments for closing Freevee. Business Insider says that the US has 170 million Prime members. And by the way, that is more than half of the total population of the US, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it. In other words, everyone who wants access to Prime Video already has it. Freevee is tightly integrated into Prime Video. So really, if you're a Prime user, why would you possibly need to load Freevee as a separate app? The short answer is you don't. You just load Prime Video and away you go. You've got access to all of the Freevee content. Interestingly, in 2021, estimates put the number of IMDb TV users and IMDb TV, remember, was Freevee before it was renamed Freevee. In 2021, I saw estimates that put the number of users of that at 60 million. But I think by now, almost all people who are using Freevee are likely used using it as part of Prime Video. Uh, and as I've said, they probably don't even realize they're using it because it's so tightly coupled in with the OS. Another argument for closing Freevee? Well, Prime Video is confusing for people who sign up for ad-free viewing. They will continue to see ads in Freevee content. Um, I checked on Amazon's website. In fact, I went through the sign-up process. On the very last page, in small letters under the sign-up button, it says, upgrade to watch Prime movies and TV shows without ads, subscription auto-renews, cancel any time, live TV, freebie, and channel subscriptions excluded. So there you have it. If you signed up for ad-free viewing when Amazon introduced ads, you are probably thoroughly confused, not only because you might have missed uh, this statement in the sign-up page, but because when you're in Prime Video, it is not always clear at all when you're watching freebie content. Uh, you just start watching it and there are ads. So very, very confusing. And I bet there's a lot of people who are pretty angry right now who've signed up to continue to watch ad-free. To avoid this confusion, I think closing freebie, uh, after all, most people who are watching freebie content are watching it inside of Prime Video and probably aren't paying that much attention to the freebie brand anyway. Folding that content into Prime Video kind of clarifies the situation, but only if you pay to avoid ads and you don't see any. Otherwise, it's still confusing, right? Um, so what Amazon should do if they do close Freebie is that they should simplify this. They should 
make it that if you pay to avoid ads, you don't see ads in the old freebie content or in the Prime Video content. And if you didn't pay that, you're going to see ads in everything. Very simple. Consumers will totally understand that. Now, the final reason for closing freebie, well, if freebie isn't generating meaningful revenue on non-Amazon platforms, then you probably want to close it, right? It's not helping you. It's not adding meaningful revenue. So you may as well close it um, because all your all of your revenue is coming from for freebie content is coming from within Prime. So that might be another reason why Amazon is considering closing it. What are some of the arguments for keeping freebie? Well, free ad-supported content wants to reach as many people, as many eyeballs as possible. Having freebie available as a separate app, a standalone app, and putting it on as many TV platforms as possible maximizes its reach. And it can benefit from the broad growth of the use of fast services. And they continue to grow very, very quickly. Uh, so that's one strong argument for keeping freebie. Uh, as well, if it's very popular in Germany and the UK, and um, if it launches freebie in other countries, keeping it separate from Prime Video in markets particularly that are very reluctant to sign up for Prime Video or for Prime or where Prime is penetrated very lightly. This gives you a much better shot at garnering a lot of eyeballs on that content. So why would you close Freebie if it's being used enough on non-Amazon platforms? If it is being used a lot, it's generating extra ad revenue. It's a feeder for Prime Video and Prime Membership. I'm sure Amazon is placing ads uh, in, in that service for both Prime Video and for Prime Membership. Um, and I have no doubt that they're also providing interactive ads, QR codes, which link directly into the Prime Store. So it is a feeder for Amazon's broader plays in the marketplace. And uh, of course, it fits very snugly into the flywheel that's driving Amazon towards world domination that Jeff Bezos always used to talk about, this flywheel that's reinforcing the value of the Prime Video store. So that's another good reason why you would keep it. If Freebie is being used outside of non-Amazon platforms, then you get all of those benefits. You get, you get the ad revenue, you get the promotion for Prime Video and Prime Membership. Uh, and you get the reinforcement of the value of the Amazon ecosystem. So where are we? Well, if Amazon kills Freebie, I think it will tell us that it really is providing little or no value outside of Amazon's platforms. Uh, that will be a very, very clear indication. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were going to do it and these talks are really happening inside of Amazon. It could have been triggered by a storm of protest from people that have signed up for ad free viewing and are just thoroughly confused because they're continuing to see ads in freebie. Amazon is trying to, I think, make a differentiation where people just don't see it. For example, the Bosch series and the Leverage series, these are premium video properties. Uh, yet Amazon has said that they're part of freebie and will get ads 
even if you pay for no ads. So this is just thoroughly confusing. So maybe that's where these conversations about closing freebie have come from in the first place. Anyway, whatever the company does, it needs to clarify with users what they are buying when they sign up for ad-free viewing. Their wording is simply misleading and only clarified in the small print on that final sign-up page, which I'm pretty sure most people missed. And if Amazon does follow through you and close Freebie, you can be sure we'll talk about it here. Um, if you would like to get a rough transcript of this podcast, come to the End Screen Media website and look under the analysis tab and look for the latest end screen noise uh, with Amazon in the title and you will find it right there. While you're there, sign up for that newsletter if you haven't done already. It's free and you'll be the first to know when a new posting is on the site. This has been Colin Dixon with End Screen Media and I'll speak with you again next time. This podcast is the property of Endscreen Media, all rights reserved.